Big tits. Let's go. Okay. Hello. Good morning and welcome to the Cast Cast. I'm Jess. I'm Ella. And I'm Ilsa. And this week we are covering season four, episode 18, The Monster at the End of This Book. It was written by Julie Siege and Nancy Weiner and directed by Mike Roll. So we skipped just the one episode, It's a Terrible Life, which is the one where Dean meets the angel Zachariah because Zachariah puts them in an alternate world where they're not hunters Oh, I was just going to say, like, I do, I can't believe, first of all, that we missed that episode. I didn't even realize it was in the gap. But can you imagine, like, watching this? Like, that's a run of three really good episodes. I I really yeah. thought. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. The rest of the season is all pretty good. That's like, true. And I think about it. But, yeah, it's 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 a really iconic episode. I, I, I The favorite that like always comes to mind is when Sam just goes crazy and starts like whacking his like telephone at his work desk and he's like I quit like he just goes <laughs> insane it's really fun Sam's not a normal boy and he won't be and I love that for him. he never will be oh. really yeah. good stuff um I want to say that good? I loved this episode like oh, you did? really enjoyed it all the way okay. through yeah I thought mm. this was like these are uh Two of the best cast scenes, I think, of all time. And I can't wait to talk about them because I was, like, watching this and I was like, actually, this is, like, this is incredible. I love this. I I, I just love everything about this episode. And the cast count for this episode is four minutes and 34 seconds. But I think, as you'll hear when we're talking about it, they are, like, dense. That's a dense Dense four minutes and 34 Mm -hmm. seconds. They do. Mm -hmm. They add up to something. Not a second wasted. Yeah. Like you said, this is a really good episode. It's almost like a perfect episode. Like it is so much shit happens. <laughs> there is so many meta references. Like I don't think we'll even be able to talk about all of them. No, um, not. Like all the stuff with the fandom and it's like, it's so self-referential and it just kind of goes around and around in circles. Like the show explores this a lot later on, but am I right to say that this is the first time the show's ever done it to this scale or am I misremembering something from another no, season? I think this is this is um the first time that we're actually seeing the the boys as characters in the universe of the show. Um you can make an mm. argument for the Ghost Racers episode doing some of that and like the censoring of them uh implying some stuff about like yes. just the structure of how their lives work and the way we're seeing them as completely different things. Um, this is the first time that the show explicitly goes there. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Chuck's introduction. It's so fun. And it's It's so, like, seamless. Like, um, I don't know. And it's, uh, all the Chuck stuff is so crazy in terms of, like, what eventually happens with him on the show. Like, I think this is probably not the place to talk about it, but we will definitely be getting into, like, who is Chuck in this episode. Um, Oh, yeah. God, I love him but, in this yeah. episode. He's really fun. He's really fun. Like, this is, is a great, like, side character introduction. Oh, 
I He's just such like, a messy little I guy. love this I love episode. Wow. <laughs> and I didn't really know that before watching it. And now I'm like, wow, okay, top I'm top ten episodes <laughs> for sure. I can't believe it's that high for you. I'm so happy. You're having a good time. I love it when you guys have a good time. And I yeah, and I am having a good time. It's <laughs> really good. <laughs> Okay. Um, something else I noticed as well on the wiki that apparently this is the first episode of Supernatural that doesn't involve any deaths of any kind. No um, way. That's cool. Like, and that only happens in three episodes. Wow, non-lethal. I'm sorry. It took them four seasons to get here. Four seasons. Four seasons to find an episode where no one dies. <laughs> yeah, and then one of the other ones is in this season and it doesn't happen again until season 10. Crazy. Um, yeah, I guess we can just get into it. Um, a yeah. lot of stuff happens before we get to Cass, but it is all pretty fun. So I don't want to mm-hmm. skip too fast, um, but I'm just fawning over this episode, just looking at my notes. I'm like, yeah, cool. This all fucks. All right. Um, so we start. Quickly, we see Chuck. Um, he's kind of, we don't know him, obviously, but he's rolling around having a dream and we're seeing flashes of like things we haven't seen before, but we've come to find out there are things that happen in the next few scenes, basically. Mm. Um the like you said Ilsa like with the last episode this is one of those ones where like if you're watching this live I know there's previews like we've actually looked at them together but like they're like you would just be so confused about this concept like when oh, so yeah. the boys rock up to this comic book shop basically um I guess it's like a regular bookshop as well but whatever yeah. um <laughs> they uh seem to be investigating um ghost just based on the questions that they're asking the guy they introduce themselves as agents de young and shaw who are two members of the band sticks our favorite band sticks um it's true yeah and the guys just like oh are you guys laughing lol like those guys from the books and um yeah it's quite cute the guy just being really silly the guy seems like impressed by the quality of their larp it's very cute I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, he's like, like, what a nice oh, proprietor. It's on, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the boys don't know what he's talking about. Um, and then he finds the book, or he finds all of them, but he shows them the first book. And the blurb on the back says, like, basically the description for the pilot. The covers are pretty fun. They look so Yeah, it's dude, literally like, like a photoshopped Fabio. <laughs> and then I don't know who the other guy is. That's Dean. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no, just... I just, I mean, like, I don't know who the other model is. Yeah. Like, I know for the fact the other one is Fabio. But... I don't think it's photoshopped. It looks to me painted. Um, I mean, it could be a digital painting, but it definitely has, like, the look of a painting to me rather than, a, like, overly photoshopped. Uh, it's probably, like, another famous kind of cover model that... <laughs> we just don't know like that seems to be the bit but yeah really Um, good stuff after this like sam's like we need every copy you've got um the boys look really freaked and then we get a different intro which does not happen a lot i did not look up how much but it is not a lot special love to see it yeah (laughs) um the next scene the boys are in the motel room this scene Okay, we're not going to have many opportunities to talk about something that gets brought up in this scene, um, and I don't think we all want to talk about it a lot. No. 
But um, you go for it, baby. But it it ha- it must be said. It must um, be said. So okay. So one thing Dean is reading, laying down. Love to see it. Love the like pan shot from like, the bottom of his feet <laughs> to him at the top of the bed. They're standing really up funny. his line. I have to give him like a little seductive shot to make the line a, a little bit more fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Sam's like at the desk researching. You know, Dean's like, ah, oh, you know, I'm I'm full frontal in this referencing. Um. Route 666, which is must be the book that he's reading. Yep. Yeah, because it seems like all the books are things that have happened to them, you know. Uh, and we find out later it's basically a bunch of episodes of the show are yeah. books, which is great. I kind of want them. I do. I love, there are these people who do like fake uh, versions, like they'll write little quotes as if they're from the books, like mm. from the episodes. And I've seen a couple that I really love. I'll try and see if I can hunt them down. But it's just fun. Like, you can just do whatever with Supernatural. There's so much. It's so fun. Yeah, it's just, it's it's so self-referential because it's like, it's like shitting on the books, but just shitting on the show. Yeah. Like, like it's this cycle of like, but no, but they're in the show, but then they're shitting on it. I don't know. Um. <laughs> it feels like, in this, it feels like, um, like, good-natured. I feel yeah. like later, mm-hmm. when they circle back around to this idea, it becomes, like, not that way. But in this Agreed. episode, I think yeah. that's why I like it so much, is that it's like, yeah. okay, like, this is happening. <laughs> like, mm, I, ha- I have that in my notes later on with uh, the publisher. Like, she is almost like a proto-Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it's written with a completely different tone. Um yeah, so so Dean eventually gets up and goes and sits with Sam. Um, Sam's basically showing him the fandom stuff that he's researched. <laughs> um, <laughs> he brings up uh, that there is Dean girls and Sam girls. So true. <laughs> that um, was so funny. I was like, yeah, and just you wait until you find out about cast girls. <laughs> You don't even know, dude. Uh, <laughs> Sam's like, I found this podcast. You'll never guess who they're talking about. <laughs> you know that weird angel that follows you around? They love that's the him. Worst thing. That's the worst thing. Oh, you shout out to, to the cast girls on those early forums. Oh my god! In the trenches. In the trenches, 2008, and you're fighting for your life. They didn't even know. Like Fine. they didn't even know. <laughs> That's what's so crazy. Like, Ugh. I want to, yeah, we actually do need to just, like, take a moment and think of them because they were just, like, just waiting for the yeah, angel dude. to come back. Like, they didn't know. Yeah. They were doing a worse version of what we're going through. They had to I, suffer I'm, like, more. literally not strong enough to be one of them is the thing. Like, no. that's why we're doing this now. <laughs> we gotta salute our And not. No, sincerely, like, the emotions that they must have experienced, like, throughout this season, like just t- like he's so lovable they must have just been losing their minds can Im- i cannot imagine uh what a guy anyway um i <laughs> when they're with the publisher are we there yet are we still at the motel oh no wait sorry i wanted to bring up um just before we get there um obviously sam is basically like uh He's like, there's Slash, and Dean's like, what's Slash? And he's like, Sam slash Dean, mm. like, together, like, together, together. And then Dean's like, they know we're brothers, right? And Sam's like, doesn't seem to matter. Dean's like, that's just sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
They're like in show. Yeah, we do not love this, which is pretty funny to me. Um, but I can, like you yeah, said, like so you. much of the feel of the episode is very good natured towards like the idea of like there being a fandom, um, like a kind of cult fandom around these yeah, books. Yeah, but I love that they're just so explicit in that moment, and they're like, "That's gross," that's and they're true. just that's all we're gonna say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I am glad that it's like the first objection is not like I know at this point like. Um, it would have been unsympathetic or whatever to to have been like uh, overtly homophobic, but um, I'm very glad that the first thing he says is like, "But neither of us is, are gay or whatever." The first thing is just like, "We are brothers." Um, so yeah. I really appreciate, yeah. <laughs> really appreciate that they didn't go there. Um, but yeah, I'm wondering what the fandom like thought of that at the time like because i know the like dynamics have changed a lot like even like back then there was so many um you know uh what do you call it i guess multi-shippers like people right. who were eventually you know eventually getting into dean and Cass, but what obviously still a big part of like the Winces fandom and i i just i wonder what like how because we're all taking that and thinking like kind of haha yeah it is gross let's move on but like is that something that like people in that community get really upset by I have no idea. Um, to be honest, I don't, I don't really, really worry about their of... feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't really spend a lot of time. Like it does. Like I do wonder what it is that comp- like. And this is not an invitation. If you're into Winces, to tell me. But I do wonder, like, what is the appeal to you about stuff like that? Yeah, so Sam couldn't find anything about the author online, um, so but he, like, figures out who the publisher is, so they rock up at her house. Ew. So when they get there, I have a – do you want to quickly run through the scene? Because I have, I have something I want to ask to you guys. Yeah, yeah, I can run through it. Um, So, like, basically – she seems like she really liked the books um, and they have lied to her and said that they're working on an article. Um, there's this one bit that where she says the best part is when they cry and I, I just wrote, so true, Bestie. In my notes. Um, I also wrote that down. Uh, I was like, she's entirely correct. She knows her audience. Oh my gosh, that's so yeah, funny. Like, it's a more favourable view of like compared to the fans we get, like Becky and then also the whole um, convention. Um, anyway, yeah, so then uh, she's suspicious that they're real, real fans, so she basically speed runs through a quiz of all these facts about them. I think this is the first time we learn the boys' birthdays, and then um, it's really funny when Sam can barely remember his LSAT score. That's like, so I mean, love that. Stuff has happened. <laughs> me too. He's like, this does not matter um, to me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> He's like, one... 74 um and he nearly says my birthday instead of sam's birthday um she still doesn't want to give the name up to them um and then they show her their tattoos and then she shows hers to them and it is in some kind of ambiguous lower half area like maybe a tramp stamp maybe on her butt they don't really explain um, yeah, so that's basically what happened in that scene. Yeah, so I have a, a like, when she's talking about, like, how sad she is that um, Supernatural is no longer being published, right? She's like, no one wants to read, like, horror anymore. Everyone only wants to read, like, that romance crap. And she's like, Dr. Sexy MD. So mm. Dr. Sexy was a book series first. I think it's really funny to me, just, like, the, the idea that this is the first time that Dean might have heard of it. 
and then like yeah it's like it's it's a ripoff of Grey's Anatomy right, right. wasn't Grey's Anatomy a book first I have no idea dude I'm sorry Grey's That's... Anatomy is a sorry this is actually so funny Grey's Anatomy oh, an is book, a right? textbook it's like an anatomy textbook yeah yeah but so like, but <laughs> yeah it was a book first it was a book first. And yeah, so that's why I think it was a book. It was my, a book, but it wasn't my, a romance book. My sister had an anatomy class. She does have a... There is a Grey's Anatomy in my house um, right now. So that's fun. Um, but but I just thought it was really funny, the idea that, like... And she's so, like, dismissive of it. And they're, like, kind of dismissive of her whole deal because they find it, like, very weird. Um, but Dean is going to be an enjoyer of dr sexy md which i find very funny like i know i love uh, that yeah, name drop he's that. like she says that and he's like oh uh well i think it's uh kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> i would love for him to have said something anyway um <laughs> yeah that's all i had to say about that no for sure because it's a bit of a it's a bit of a funny like thing that happens a lot with dean where they'll be like yeah, make Dean go ha-ha at this nerdy thing or this passionate thing, but then we later find out that he is very into that. Or He's such a dork. You know, like uh, yeah, when in, in season like 14 when um, they have to tell the truth and he's like out loud talking about how he's on like a mummy blog. That's he's, like, so him. Fight someone in the comments, like, Did he go home and like look it up or something? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I just thought it was a funny little name drop that comes back later. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I just thought that that whole scene was like pretty cute. Um, yeah. them mm. do like talking about doing their thing. I, I really enjoyed it. Sam not knowing his LSAT score was like, ugh, love it. Love that. So good. They're also like really freaking out, which I, I love to see. Like they are obviously fully just like what is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love to see them kind of in a fish out of water situation. They, they're they're often the ones who are like, I know what's going on. This is a ghost. We don't know how to kill it. Da da da. Oh but yeah. They're really confused. I didn't even think about it that way. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like like fuck the ghost that they were like hunting in the first. That thing. I did think like, about. That was pretty funny. <laughs> they were like, we have more pressing that ghost matters. Is still haunting. <laughs> Like, whatever that shop was or whatever. They were like, this is fine. <laughs> um, the next thing we see is uh, Chuck in his house. He's, like, reading his writing out loud to himself, and it's really funny and derivative and, like, clunky. Um, and then we see the boys outside basically doing what Chuck is describing. I Yeah, you said this earlier, Jess. Like, it is such a good intro for Chuck. Like, he, <sighs> Love it. He, like... He kind of looks cute. I don't know if he's that's very like cute. No, he is so it's... cute. He's like so little and like scruffy. I thought I was like, yeah, he looks like a guy who like works at your work. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, like he just looks like cute. some guy. Yeah, <laughs> I did think it was quite funny. I was like a like, line cook or something. He, <laughs> he came on screen and I was like, damn, look at you, pathetic little man. I would like. I was... He's just a little <laughs> scruffy guy. He's just fun. Like yeah. With his little beard and his big wet eyes. Look at him. Love it. <laughs> he looks so pathetic. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what we it. like here. Um, it's pathetic guys. Um, but... Yeah, so basically we hear, like, and the boys, like, they're outside. Um, and then he answers the door. He, like, doesn't believe them at all. Uh, he doesn't want to let them in. Um, he closes the door on them. They kind of come back and then eventually they barge inside. Um, and it's really funny when he's, like, 
<laughs> uh, is this some kind of misery thing? <laughs> like, so I don't know if you guys know misery, but I yeah, don't. like I was gonna really ask funny. about. Yeah, I like that. What What is the What's the reference? Because uh, I don't know it. Oh, it's. I think it's like Stephen King. I haven't read it or watched it, but I just know it from like pop culture. Annie Wilkes. She this guy that her favorite author crashes outside has a car crash outside her house and like breaks both of his legs or something but she really hated like the direction that his books were taking so she like keeps him hostage in her house and like makes him write what she wants him to write really good stuff Mm -hmm. love that there's a there's a great there's a great tumblr post about like some of you would definitely do misery and the only thing stopping you is that your favorite author hasn't crashed outside your house (laughs) i was about to say we should do that so yes (laughs) um (laughs) the cool thing about chuck's place is that like he has all these papers strewn about but some of the papers are like comic books and they don't look like finished books like they're just pages out of out of comic books do you think he like either writes comics or like ghost writes for comics and stuff just to pay the bills I, I don't know. I noticed that as well because it's like, is, is he also like drawing? They never address it. Yeah, of course but not. It's yeah, it seems it's like hand-drawn comic panels. Pretty cool. Very cool stuff. Um, another mm. thing that was dope is... Um, the misery thing, like, it's funny because it, it we see it later on. It's this... he he It's like a... What is it? Um, illusions of grandeur. Like, mm. <laughs> his first thought is... Someone is so obsessed with me that, <laughs> that what happens in misery is happening to me right now. Um, the boys, like, basically bring him outside, show him the car, because they're, they're probably thinking, like, like look at the car. It'll prove um, it. He just is kind of like, okay, wow, and is, like, more scared because he can see all the weapons. <laughs> He's like, are those real guns? Pretty cool stuff. you got to ask if those are real yeah. guns. And you're with yeah. your friends. Um, then, like, the boys kind of start questioning him and they're, like, they bring up the angels and then he wonders how they know about that because those books aren't published. He just said that he continued to write. Um, so that's when he gets a bit freaked. Um, and then the boys introduce themselves as, like, Dean and Sam Winchester and he's, like, the last names weren't in the book. Um, <clears throat> which is yeah. very funny to me. Yeah, pretty good. I wonder yeah. how you write stuff like that. Like, it's just a little weird. Like, you didn't put a lost name on there? You didn't address it no, at any point? Yeah, they probably were just thinking, like, that, like, they needed something that, like, would be, you know, a bit of a... Probably, yeah. ...linchpin for him to go, oh, I yeah. guess, yeah. That makes sense. I don't like it, though. Um, I... <laughs> Um, he also, like, at first when he thinks it's a prank, he goes, did Phil put you up to this? Which I thought was nice. Because I thought it might have been, yeah, like, Yeah, and a... I, I think they're talking about Phil Segretia. Right, yeah. Like because... Oh, I thought yeah. that was a little DTA shout-out for you DTA enjoyers. Oh, that could be cool. <laughs> yeah. Except I don't think DTA existed then. Because wow. the inverse hadn't aired yet. So, um... Well... Doesn't well, DTA, like, transcend not... time or whatever the fuck? I don't know what you guys like about that thing. <laughs> I only know it from, I don't think from Phil posts. Is in, Phil isn't in the end. But he's in DTA. I know this. Because there's a whole thing of, like, the laptop. And Phil wants to have Cass's babies or something. Well, yeah. Sure. I haven't Look, gotten can... that far yet. Let's <laughs> not talk about I'm, it. I'm I don't know why you're playing DTA like to you guys who have read it. I was... <laughs> 
I've not finished But I was just going to say that, like, I just want on the record that me and Ilsa were not the ones to bring up DTA, me particularly, <laughs> and that it was Jess. I was trying to be normal. Anyway. All I wanted to say about the use of Next. the name, um, Phil, was that I thought it Let's was... Move on. I just thought it was cute because, like, But yes, Harvard, he does want to have Cass's babies. I wanted to say that it was cute that they put in Phil's Grisha's name. Or not... Well, they put in Phil. And I thought that was fun because, like... Jeremy Carver and Ben Edlin get a little name drop. So it's nice that they mentioned Phil. Yes, I and apparently, apparently, um, like, uh, Sarah Gamble said once that basically um, the, like, the publisher, who we don't actually, like, find out a name for, yeah. uh, her name was going to be, um, like, Sarah Siege after Julie Siege and Sarah oh, Gamble. Oh, that's cute. Um. Yeah, but she she just said it, said it like in an interview once, so I guess it's not it's not canon. But yeah, so they were doing that with a few people. That's nice. Um, very self referential, like you were saying, incredibly so. Um, but yeah, let's... yeah. Literally, this episode is just jam packed. Like we've already talked way too much about these early scenes. Yeah, sorry. Just, like, there's so much shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, alrighty. Um, he. He brings him inside, he's freaking out, he's like, oh my god, I write things, they come to life, which is fun for us. Um, as, as I said before, we're not, not going to be able to get into all of Chuck's shit today, because <laughs> there's too much going on in this episode, but later on we will be able to, like, in retrospect, talk about whatever the fuck's going on here. Yeah. Um, he starts to list, like, a bunch of things that he has done to them, which is really funny. Um <laughs> apologizes like says no one should be forced to like live bad writing that's pretty funny that was pretty good it's, um, yeah it's so it's like i love this <laughs> i just like this is cracking yeah. me up also because it's like i don't know he starts out with like the stupid shit like the ghost ship and like the bugs and stuff like that and then he's like bugs. going into the narrative symmetry which is just oh, like, yeah. you know, we all eat that shit up. We love it. We're like, I can't believe that Sam's yeah. girlfriend died just like his mom did. It's just like, it's really great because I feel oh, like and he just says partially so why. And like you see Sam's face. Exactly. It's yeah. like why we enjoy the, why I enjoyed this episode so much is because it's like, it really does like know what the audience likes without, I feel like it's not taking like cheap digs at us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I feel like they maybe do that a little bit with the publisher because they're like, look at this. It's not as bad as it gets with Becky, though. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> it's like a knowing sort of like, they love when they cry. Like, isn't that so silly? But it's not like malicious. Whereas with Becky's intro, I feel like they were like, fuck you. We hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys got too weird. Um, you want some dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something I thought about with this scene, it, like, I know this is off topic, I guess, but it made me think of, like, the end of the show and, like, the the kind of meta that they try to achieve, like, in season 15. Mm-hmm. And it just it just never fucks as hard as this. They, they, yeah, they don't This is just it. nailing, like, how you kind of talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's just so well written. They've not, they've not just, like, sped through stuff. It's, it's like, yes. Yes, talk about that. Yes, talk about that. Whereas later on, I think it just gets so clunky and like doesn't really, it's not really doing anything when they get this meta. Yeah. Um, just with in terms of Chuck and stuff. Yeah. Um, the boys think that basically he's a psychic um, and that he's like focused on them. Um, 
Chuck's still kind of just like freaking out. This part of it that I like when is when um, Dean is like, you know, are you writing anything right now? Um, and then Chuck's like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, Sam says, weird how? And then Chuck says, it's very Vonnegut. And then Dean like leans down and says, Slaughterhouse Five Vonnegut or Cat's Cradle Cradle Vonnegut? And then Sam's like so surprised and is like, what? <laughs> Um, and then Chuck says it's Kilgore Trout Vonnegut, which is like um, the ca- a character that Vonnegut is like a self-insert character in one of his books. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he says like that he basically wrote what's happening now. He wrote him being confronted by his characters. Um, but yeah, we love when Dean reads. Yeah. We love when Sam thinks Dean is dumb. So, so I, siblings. It's literally like the singular, singular sentence that launches like so much uh character uh i don't know like head cannons and stuff like that like it's one yeah. of those things mm-hmm. where like the fandom like latches on to this one thing um, yeah yeah well there's a few things in the episode like i said before like their birthdays i think this might be the first time that their birthdays are mentioned and then also like uh dean's favorite music being like those two zeppelin songs like he talks about zeppelin a lot but it's like yeah yeah a lot of lore um I was just going to say, like, Sam's birthday could be inferred because we know he was, like, exactly six months old at the time of the house fire. Um, but, sure. but like, the rest of it, I get what you're saying. Um, I do think, like, there's a reason this stuff is so, like, big. Uh, people take it so seriously when they... Because it's this little bit of inner life that we don't... Like, this regular bit of a character, and we don't really see that so much. Because mm. they're always in mm-hmm. this, these extreme situations um so yeah that's all i thought about that yeah and like the next thing that happens is we see them doing laundry which i think we've Woo! actually specifically talked about before Woo! yeah um, great scene love it oh it's just the best it's the best like that's all i can say about this scene it's <laughs> shout out to sam's gigantic darks <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say something and then i was like no leave it alone it can't be this derivative, but we are derivative kind of a little bit, so fine. That's for the hunks. That is a... That's for the We're hunks. derivative in the same way that, like, your hunks. little sister bites your shit and then does it better than you. Sorry to Monster <laughs> of the Week, but... <laughs> I hope they hear this. I don't think they listen, but I hope they I hear I don't think this. they do either. No. Um, Chris definitely I will listen. say this is, if like, If anyone's some... listening, it's Jeremy, and thank you. Jeremy's And we love you. We love you so much. <laughs> Jeremy, um, if you're listening, if you're listening, um, I'm gonna say something inflammatory later on, and then I I want you to respond to that. So there you go. Um, I love the this is like great um, brother dynamics here because like Sam is mm. trying to like get his stuff done, and Dean is like being an annoying brother, which you know I love yeah. that. That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> They should. Yeah, like he's he's basically reading out what is happening in the scene and it just keeps happening and it's, yeah, it's so fun. Sam is so annoyed. He's so over <laughs> it. And then I guess they go to a diner, don't they? Well, what happens next is like we we see that Chuck is having um, more dreams and in the dream we can see Sam and like a blonde girl, which we know is Lilith, um, <gasps> are like getting getting close on a bed. Um, Shocking. Yeah, the the boys like come back to the to Chuck's house. I'm guessing that like Chuck called them. I'm not really sure. Um, like because he says you know you're not gonna like it, so it seems like maybe you know 
he was trying to tell them the information. Yeah. Um, says Lilith's coming for Sam. Um, and they're like, you know, she's a little girl. And then he's just like, she's not a little girl. <laughs> I think he says, like, specifically who she is. This sucks She's so a dental bad. hygienist. <laughs> yeah, I think he uses the word comely. She's a comely dent. I was like, shut up. This is why your books suck, and this is why they stopped publishing. It was because you write like that. Yeah, like... They do, like, perfect, comely? like, kind of bad uh, sci-fi fantasy writing for Chuck as yeah, well, which I really enjoy. Sure. Like, I like that they don't try to make it, like... Good. This is so good. I think, like when you have TV shows that are about media, whatever it is, and the thing that it's about is supposed to be good, it often comes out, like, so bad in the yeah. actual show. Mm, and in this, yeah. I like that they just, like, indulge. Because I'm sure that, like, all the writers of Supernatural, like, enjoy these kinds of, like, not-so-great fantasy books yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. it just, like, it feels... Again, it just, like... It feels like poking fun at something that they love, which is what this whole episode feels like. Yeah. 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 You know, they're probably, like, to be a writer, I think you've kind of got to be a nerd about writers. So mm-hmm. the whole room was probably having so much fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, all these little things through the episode. Yeah. Um, we, like, after, like, they find that out that, you know, Lilith's coming, Sam's like, there's nothing to worry about, like, because that's not going to happen. Um, and then they basically get all the pages off Chuck. They're trying to, like, leave town. And um, Sam's, like, reading it all out and saying, like, look, this is so silly, you know. You've got band-aids on your face, you know, uh, just, like, listing off all the stuff. Mm. Like, we cannot go over everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, to touch but, briefly yeah. on the uh, first aid situation of the Winchester <laughs> brothers, like, Sam's like, you would yes. never use band-aids. You would rather use a ratty bar rag than ever use a band-aid. And I'm like, yeah, because band-aids are gay, right, Sam? Say it. <laughs> Say it, Sam. <laughs> Sam, this is not very ally of the year of you. Sam? I'm hating this. Although he no, he's pointing out that Dean would rather do that. No, so I don't Sam's care. just pointing out the yeah. Dean's issues. But I it's just like care. I don't like it from Sam. Get better, Sam. Get good. It's That's like crazy guy. how in Supernatural, like taking care of yourselves is not it's not masculine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Treating yourself like shit, now that's what real men do. And it's like, oh my good God. (laughs) This is why you guys dial. I know you guys don't watch the boys, but um it's been really funny to me, like, because I've I've been watching it and and keeping up on like interviews and stuff, um, just because it's like I I I need to study Kripke like a bug. And (laughs) the whole point of this season is like directly um trying to talk about toxic masculinity oh and it God. is just so funny because it's like from eric Kripke? he thinks he's doing something but it's like he was also doing something with supernatural <laughs> and i he it doesn't make any sense eric are you sure we'll have to talk about this another time we will but yeah this is like, so much <laughs> never mind so it's all good it's all good never mind i'm fine but yeah it's just like um they've they've Basically, they rock up and there's some cops and they're like, you know, you can't leave town, um, like, because they can't get over a bridge or something. Mm. Um, so I guess they were trying to just bail, mm. like, mm. away from where they thought Lilith was going to be. Mm. This is where they're at the diner. Oh, right. Okay. Well, the scene is not <laughs> yeah. very much to me. It's just sort of like they realize that they can't avoid yeah, the prophecy yeah. in some ways. Like, they're trying their best, but it's really hard. Yeah, they try, like, a bunch of different things, and they're, like, and Dean's, like, you know, what if we, you know, just do the opposite, like, of everything that's been written, and maybe, like, it won't, you know, come true 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that way. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny too because Dean's like basically being like, well, you know, you and Lilith. And Sam's like, what? I would never. I would never <laughs> hook up with Lilith. And Dean's like, okay. Dean's Sam like, is like so sure. stuck on the idea that he's going to sleep with Lilith in a way that's like very funny to me. He's like, I just like, no. wouldn't sleep with her. And Dean's like, aren't you concerned about how he's predicting our every move? And Sam's like, but I'm not going to sleep with Lilith. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> it is. I would be a, a little offended if someone is like, and then you're going to fuck a demon. And, and it's not even the demon you've been fucking. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that's the issue. It's like, okay, you're not going to fuck a demon. Well, I know for a fact you've been fucking a demon. That's exactly so like, what I was thinking. <laughs> Dean is like looking at Take him. What you're saying. Dean is like looking, really? yeah, looking um, at him like, okay, so sure. Even when they try to do like things in this kind of whole next section, um, what Chuck has written eventually comes true anyway. Mm. Um, they try to avoid fighting, and it's really funny because they're like, they they try and use like the eye mm. phrases. They're like, it frustrates me when you say <laughs> such reckless things, and I was like. Me when I want to like yell and scream and throw up and, and like kick my siblings in the face. It's <laughs> just like, <sighs> you know? it's so funny too because it's like I know that they learned about those I statements from watching like Oprah in a motel room one time. For you know what sure. I mean? Like, Dr. Phil? I don't even know. Some shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Or like even Bobby maybe one time was like, you guys cannot be talking about it like this. This is not really Bobby's good like, I've been reading this book about how to communicate with te- with these boys that you adopted. <laughs> Bobby's doing uh-huh. the research. Um, and so, what, they go to the motel next? Do I have that right? Yeah, They're yeah. The and then, like, what, what, what happens initially is they're at the motel and then um, Dean puts all these hex bags all over the room. Like, I'm guessing those are, like, ones that, I don't know, Ruby just whipped up for them or, or like, they have previously had them yeah, just or they, laying around. Yeah, or they know how to do them themselves by now. Like, they probably have a Ruby's hex bag as, like, a template. They're like, okay, we can do this. You just make one. Yeah. Because they are actually um, witches. And then... What you say? Because they are what? They are actually witches and the show doesn't want to deal with that, but they are. For real. Um, anyway. Doing witchcraft yet again. On the daily. Um, yeah, so, like, I like, uh, there's a bit where Dean takes Sam's laptop, because he's like, you are not doing any research. You are, <laughs> he wants him to just, like, use the, uh, what is it? Magic the fingers. fingers. The bed fingers. <laughs> Magic, Magic fingers. fingers. <laughs> bed fingers um, sounds really and watch, bad. Uh, he brings up Casa Erotica, which we've not uh, come across, but it has been on the show before. Um, which is, I guess, like a porn distribution that is exclusive to motels in the supernatural universe. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, and then he's like, "Don't, no homework, watch some porn. And you can see him like laughing at himself as he's walking out the door. He's like, this is such a fun thing to say. Um, he's like, that's so yeah, silly. <laughs> it's so silly, lol. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then... Then what happens next, Ella? I can't remember. I'm so well, sorry. Well, I think basically Dean like instantly gets hit by the minivan in oh. some kind of kerfuffle. Um, but then we we don't see what happens yet. <laughs> um, Chuck comes to the motel. Um, he basically is like, you know, 
hey, I know about the demon blood, you know, I didn't put it in the books because he didn't want Sam to be unsympathetic. Um, uh, Sam's like, look, I had no choice. And Sam explains that he thinks that he had to help Dean because he's not the same after hell. Yeah. Um, and then, like, what I, something I really enjoyed is that Chuck is like, uh, you know, maybe the demon blood makes you feel more powerful and in control. Which is just, woo, yes. That is literally <sighs> what's happening. You've read him for Phil. Because <laughs> Sam's like, no. I love no. this conversation, too, because yeah. it's like, mm. usually Dean and Sam, they're the only people that they have to talk yes. to each other yeah. with mm. and about. Yeah. Um, and so, like, finally we get somebody who, like, Sam can have an honest conversation without having to, like, deal with all of the baggage and brother stuff. That, like, yes. he could never have this conversation with Dean and, like, nobody else knows what the hell he's going through. Like, he couldn't have it with Bobby. Bobby, yeah. like, it's just, it's a great Chuck little moment. Chuck already knows everything. Which is yeah. why Supernatural yeah. should embrace more so people in the past rather than just yeah. keeping it to the two brothers. Like, it makes the show better. It does. It makes the show no, a lot no, better. No, no, that simply could not happen. <laughs> um, I did, I just really liked it. Like, they can't they have this revolving door of side characters and they don't seem to realize like how good it is when they have mm. like they can invest in some of the side characters like Chuck um in ways that they don't seem to be willing to explore and it's just it just I don't know if it's lazy or if it's cowardly I just don't like it yeah I think Supernatural is probably in a unique situation too where like it's not just that it like it coincidentally was just about two brothers like it is built into the dna that they are like outcasts and they are like you know supposed to be on the road and all that kind of stuff but um like so it would have to kind of change the dna of the show a little bit to adapt to that Mm -hmm. um which they do like eventually slightly like with Cass and then like with jack but um it's never to the point like where they are as important I think mm. to to the writers at least I think they're very important to the fans and to the plot but mm-hmm. uh kind of like you know the finale it shows that that's not what they <laughs> prioritized mm. yeah they have this conversation and it's just really good mm. very special to me and also because like Chuck seems to like get it and care in a way that um he's not getting angry at Sam he's just like telling him what he actually thinks um yeah and it's so hard he's not angry he's just disappointed (laughs) it's just hard because like a lot of the times because dean and sam are so caught up in each other's lives because they have literally no one else like jess said um Mm. they it's like there is no like neutral distance from each other's problems and mistakes so whenever one of them does something wrong the other is always like really intense about it especially early seasons um, because mm-hmm. they are so yeah. caught up in, in in everything that's going on with one another because it's directly affecting them because they have no distance from one another. Um, and so it's just really yeah. nice and to And often see when that. they get into it, like, they will start going back and forth and be like, but you, but you, but you. And it's, yeah. this is like a neutral party that's basically like, hey, I know what's happening and I want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm going to ask you questions about it. And, Special. you know, we see Sam lie to him, but it's like... Chuck knows, like, he, he knows his motivations. Exactly. It's not just that he knows what he's doing. He knows, like, what's going on in his head, basically. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really confront him on it necessarily. He just is more like, okay, 
Mm. Well, I just like it. I think it's nice. That's that's pretty much that scene, right? Yeah, he um he says to Sam like because Sam asked that he um Chuck doesn't know how tonight with Lilith is gonna go. He said he hasn't seen it yet. Mm. Um. Next, we cut to Dean on the ground. Love to see it. It has to be said. Splayed flat. Ah, uh, he wakes up. <laughs> he's, um, this mum is like apologizing to him, checking if he's okay, and then she apologizes um about her daughter. Um. Because she's going through a doctor phase, and he's got band aids all over his face, just oh, as ones. Chuck said. Yeah, they got flowers and shit. It's Basically, dope. also he walks over. Yeah, they're like little quote unquote girly band aids. <laughs> Is that what you guys call them? Is band aids? Yeah, right. band aids. Yeah, we call them plasters if that helps. Plasters. Can't even say that. Plast- Can't even mimic you saying. Say say <laughs> plasters. <laughs> Plasters. There you go. You got it. Um, but like the, the way you're saying it, I tried to mimic you, and I cannot do that a sound. My ass I'm gonna fucking kill you guys. <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> so next up, everyone cheer and clap and scream. Thank you. Um. <laughs> Dean goes to Chuck's house and he's so mad. He's getting in his face and he's like pushes him up and he's basically like, "What the fuck?" And then Cash shows up. I was blown away. I did not expect him. He's there. I was like, "Terrific!" (laughs) I was so happy because, like, my notes I wrote down bored Miss Cass, and then he showed up and I was like, "There he is!" (laughs) Yeah. Um, Chuck also I was so distracted when we like by the last episode that we had done like that was that episode so intense that I like forgot that this is also a great cast ep like I, I was so surprised on the rewatch just being like yes these scenes oh my god they're in this episode like it's so, so good um feeding us. but before right before Cass gets there like Chuck walks into his house and Dean is already there and <laughs> Chuck's like you look terrible and Dean goes yeah that's because I just got hit by a minivan Chuck and it's like perfect <laughs> delivery. It's so funny. He's like, you could have told me, dude. Like, anyway. Um, it's so good. It's really no, good. he knew. It was said in the. It's said in the writings that they had. He that says he got hit. minivan accident, but like, it doesn't feel like when when he says that it, it feels like it happens in the car, not like he's on the street and gets physically hit by. Oh yeah, a minivan. right. Yeah, it's like, just so good and funny. But anyway, really Cass good. is here. Yeah. <laughs> Cass is here, and and Cass is here, and Chuck is like, it's an honor, and it's fantastic because I was like, wow, one of us. <laughs> it is an honor. <laughs> it is an honor. Uh, really good. He says, "This man is to be protected. He's a prophet of the Lord." Dun dun dun. <sighs> we get a so reveal. What the boys had suspected is basically true. Mm. Um, he's not psychic. He's a prophet. Same same, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Um, it's funny when Cass says like that he admires Chuck's work oh and it's like, work. Dean's in the shot. <laughs> it's, it's so it's good. It's just fun for us. It's very funny. <laughs> it's just funny because it means that he's probably had to, he's read all of it because you know he's a completionist. Which I feel like this is definitely yeah. gives Cass a taste for like trashy mass market yes. paperbacks. He's like, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I do like that. I like that I it fits in my pocket. <laughs> Man cannot live on caviar alone. So literally, real. that's him. 
it's just a really good scene. He's there. I love it. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, I love um, you. But then, so then Chuck, uh, Dean's like, let me talk to Cass alone. And Chuck heads upstairs. And Cass is like, <laughs> Dean's like, are you kidding me with this? And Cass is like, I am not kidding you like there's just such great like acting and delivery in this whole yeah and then he says he says you should have seen luke oh Oh, my god love it (laughs) he's such a funny guy that is that is what we want to see yeah this is what it's all about baby it's so good it's just so good cass (laughs) explains that the writing that chuck's writing can't be you can't work around it it's it's the uh Mm. the inspired word it's like literally the word of god chuck is a mouthpiece for the will of god Mm. um and there's no way to get around it which is like really good and um he says what he writes like can't be unwritten Mm -hmm. um and that if he has seen it it'll it shall come to pass yeah Mm. So, which is, I so we talked excellent. about it a few episodes ago. Like, it's so fun when he speaks with that, like, kind of uh, biblical really inflection, kind of biblical, yes. yeah. yeah. Really enjoy that yeah, about yeah. him. I love when a guy says things in a really like heavy way. Love that. I love it. I love a guy. portentous statement, yeah, especially if the guy's an mm. angel. Like, that's exactly what you should be doing. I love it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you should be sounding like that all the time. <laughs> well, um, I noticed as well, like, uh, it actually comes up in a second. But um, I, I, when I was watching, I was like, oh, they're, they're just, like, getting along so well in that scene. Even though it's, like, only a few seconds. Like, Dean is really riled up, but he's still just like, we're talking now. And then Cass <laughs> is just, yeah, like you said, he's like, I'm not kidding. Like, it's just <laughs> the banter is like so good like for just them. that little scene. They just like feel like they really have, um, like a rapport. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh my yes. god, these guys mm. like they know each other. They're friends. Yeah. Mm. Like after everything that happened in the last episode, like that's where they're at. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. What else can Consider. you do? You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Dean gets back to the motel um, and then, you know, he's like, we've got to get out of here. And um, he's going around trying to get the hex bags. And then he's like, I can't find them. And then Sam's like, yeah, look, lol, I burnt them. Um, (laughs) Dean says, like, look, um, Cass said Chuck was a prophet. Um, And then, like, you know, he's like, I don't care. I'm going to I'm going to stay and confront Lilith. And then Dean basically, like, doesn't trust sam in this moment um and like he says this is so interesting he says that Cass told him yeah what sam did to alistair that he ripped him up which that i must it... have been in the hospital scene oh of course yeah right that's the only place it makes sense yeah yeah just um, a little bedside like I said, it's like they <laughs> yeah they they, dean like, starts... they had a bigger chat than even we saw dean starts crying introducing Cass... the first of the of the things that we're told that happens <laughs> dean and Cass do off screen yeah that we don't get to see yes really are we good. gonna keep a like a running tally of all those <laughs> no i just think it's interesting that it starts like now <laughs> Eventually, it'll become like sure. Cass and I got corn dogs at the state fair, but like right now, it's like Cass told me that you, you use demon powers to kill Alistair. <laughs> I love that 
that you bring up yes exactly um, i do think it's funny though like I, yeah i love that example because like that didn't happen on the show but it did it did like it in did my happen. heart it did that is can i exactly what happened yeah so in your in, in our mind palace right now are we saying like the last scene of on the hand of a pen happened and then dean was like crying about like he can't do this shit, man. Like, it's too much. And then Cass awkwardly is like, and your brother is up to something, and I don't know what. Yeah, he, like, you should have fucking seen him. I've never seen anything like that. Wow. I was, like, about to be, like, killed, and he just <laughs> fucked Alistair up so much. I was about to be so Didn't even break a sweat. <laughs> Cass does not know how to handle people crying. He's just like, I just need to get through this. It'll be fine. <laughs> Um, do you think Cass just like zapped away instantly after that happened? <laughs> like <laughs> that is his MO. Like they, they didn't have a combo. Yeah, sure. Why not? He's a freak. Um. Anyway, so Cass told him about this, and Dean specifically mm. goes like, "We don't know how you're doing this," and Sam doesn't say anything about that. He's like, you know, he starts fighting, but he doesn't like tell him how. Um. Mm. Which I love. He's like, I can get away with this for a little longer, so I will. Which I like about. It's like uh, Sam, Sam doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be specific, and he doesn't want to say it. Yeah. Like kind of after that conversation with Chuck, it's right. kind of in his mind that he's not being completely forthright with everything. Yeah. Um, you kind of see the gears working in his head during the scene. So they have their little fight, and then Dean goes outside, right? Yeah, well, what it is, is if Dean's got his bag, he's going to go. And then Sam's basically like, I'm definitely not coming. And then Dean's like, fuck. And like drops the bag inside and goes outside to get something from a... Um, vending machine? What do you call it? Vending machine. machine. Yeah. Fuck me. That was terrible. You got it. Completely deleted from my brain. <laughs> so he goes outside. There's he... just a little picture of Cass there instead. <laughs> um, As it should be. As it should be. Mm. Prerequisite for doing now, this podcast. we were not normal about the last scene. No. This scene, I could barely write my notes. <laughs> um, this seems to be a theme. I keep, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to <laughs> write as I freak out, maybe get some things off my chest, but I seem to just kind of shut down and want to watch um, sure. and not miss a second. So um, <laughs> how do you do feel about this next scene? I have... Two notes. I wrote down, okay, this rules. And then, I love him. That's what I wrote down. That's what I had to say. Um, I love this scene. It's so good. First of all, like, just um, aesthetically, just, like, it's so great. They're, like, outside the, they're outside the motel. There's, like, a pink cast to the scene. Pink and blue, I think, are our main colors for this. Um so um, good yeah i liked it a lot Everyone's i'm skin looks great yeah i'm coming out <laughs> as a mike roll girl now like i just think that the this and on the head of the pen is such a specific style like the shadows are so heavy but the lighting is so lovely really good shout out shout out to him um, um yeah but so dean prays he's like i feel stupid doing this but like can can you please come help me Cass and Cass shows yeah, he up says, and he please goes twice. He says like I need help. Please, it's like <laughs> I can't tell. Guys. We touched on this in the mailbag. Um, I don't know how many episodes ago it's going to be now, but 
the whole um, what is prayer to Dean? What does it mean? What does faith mean to Dean? And this whole conversation, this whole start of it is just like the first example. It's the first time he prays to Cass. Well, hold hold on. Can I ask a question? Wait, you go. What? Yeah. Does he specifically pray to Cass? Because I don't remember him saying his name in the prayer. Well, he says, I'm, he, he says, I'm fresh out of op- options. Please, I need some help. Yeah, but He's it praying, could be an ambiguous. Like, I'm praying, okay. I think I think he is specifically praying to Cass just because we he was just with Cass before, like uh, that's the only reason. But you're right; he doesn't say his name. But Sorry, I just he's not surprised when Cass shows up. Yeah, I guess. Um, okay, and I don't think he would pray to any other angel, given the fact that like every other one is so mean to him. <laughs> right, yeah. but then like I don't know if maybe he was just praying at heaven, um, but yeah, like in my head. Um, I could see this being like just a generalized, please, someone help me. Um, right. I guess I just like, I kind of just thought that he just meant Cass just because when he does show up, he's kind of ready to have the conversation with Cass. Like he's like, good. I mean, yeah. I guess I, c- I could see him expecting Cass to maybe pitch up, but not like, be- because he has seen him before. He knows like what his deal is, sort of. If that makes sense. But that's just a me thing. So maybe that's just my interpretation of the scene. Um, so Cass does show up, though. And what, oh, what and a guy. And he says. He fucking says. <laughs> sorry. Go for it's it. It's just so perfect. Go for it. He says, prayer is a sign of faith. This is a good thing, Dean. Aw. Aw. I just want us to, like, clip this whole scene in because it's just, like bonking me over the head <laughs> um <laughs> it's um it's long story short Cass is like I can't help I don't know what to do and he's like you know get Sam out of here before Lila shows up he says it's a prophecy I can't intervene yeah. <laughs> so crazy and then Dean hits him with the Dean hits him with the you have tested me and thrown me every which way and I have never asked for anything, not a damn thing, but now I'm asking, I need your help, please. And ugh, it's hit their faces. So um, then Cass explains the workaround. So Dean gets like fed up. He's like, fine, like forget you. Mm. If you ask me for something, I am absolutely not helping you. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, and he Cass turns and walks like, away. You know, oh, it's divine. Yeah. Right, because Cast is just explaining that like he can't he can't go against mm. the word of God, the actual word of God, and you can't change it. Um, yeah. And so he walks away, and then Cast is like, "Um, actually, Dean," <laughs> and explains that like <laughs> <It's> so perfect. <laughs> he's like, "Just so you know, like prophets are protected." And if a prophet's life was to be in danger, then an archangel would have to show up and obliterate whatever the threat is. Um, mm-hmm. And archangels are super scary and super powerful. So, like, <laughs> just so you know, like, why I can't, like, really help you with this. And <laughs> this is so excellent. That's how Cass talks, right? No? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he says, uh, <laughs> then the most fearsome wrath of heaven would rain down on that demon. So, just so you understand no, exactly. why I can't help. Why I can't help. Just like <laughs> That's exactly how Jess said it. Um, Jess also said and, it's the same thing. Um, 
It's just really good because, like, the little face that he pulls when he's like slyly looking out the corner of his eye at Dean's, like, style. I can't get what I'm saying. (laughs) Get what I'm saying. Like, we've mentioned a few times um, on previous episodes that sometimes it's like, oh, okay, Misha's like trying to figure out Cass in this moment. Like, you know, it's mm. a bit maybe different to the cast we see like later on or something, you know, or ooh, why is he acting like that? You know, we've, we've talked about that. This scene. So is, Cass. This is Cass. He's Nailed. nailing it. Yeah. Like he has found it and it's there. Like this is it. So good. Yeah. They are having these conversations with their eyes, basically, like, and, and like, oh, it's, it's so good, but okay. I so just can't even talk about it. Here's something that I need to like. <laughs> I fully didn't pay attention to the next whole scene because I was thinking about this moment for Cass. <laughs> um, and the next scene is just like Sam and Lilith. I don't know. They're like doing yeah, plot yeah, yeah. stuff. You go. Um, <laughs> so this is like very crazy, actually, when you think about it, because like Cass has just finished telling Dean that like what Chuck writes is the word of God, like. Mm. and this is one of the only connections that Cass has to God do you know what Mm. I mean like Mm. a solid tangible Mm -hmm. connection because basically he just like enacts his orders he's told that they come from God but as Uriel says like he's never even met the man Um, yes and and Anna Anna and him discussed in the last episode like all the reasons for doubt and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. yeah and so like you would think that that would be that would make Cass even more implacable than he normally is um but actually what he does is like gives Dean a workaround for the actual word of God and Cass is choosing to go against the this one connection that he has to his reason for existence and that is Bonkers. And this is probably Cass's first true act of deciding Rebellion? to do something. Yeah, but like deciding, like, it, this is the first thing, right? And it's like such a small moment. Yeah. It's just like a little, small little way to get the boys out of like their most recent predicament. You know what I mean? But this is actually like yeah. massive for Cass. Like, this is a huge, huge step for him. And I'm so glad that you bring it up. I'll never get way. over it. I'll never get yeah. over it. Yeah. I'm so glad nice. that you are pinpointing this as such a massive moment. Like, because he is, it is massive. You're so right. Like, he doesn't do stuff like this. Or at least he has no memory of doing stuff like this. Which is another thing that drives me insane and we'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but, like, mm-hmm. it, he is so, like... He just doesn't want people... This actually... I was writing my notes down, and in my head I was just, like, thinking, like, he just wants to help them. He just wants things to be good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I just keep thinking about that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and, like, the way that he is kind of, in this moment, deciding to help, it's, like, he's basically choosing Dean's, like... Like, he's trusting that Dean, like, is right to kind of be upset about this and not wanting this to happen. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. he, he's kind of giving him the tools in that moment and, like, kind of trusting him to, like, he's trusting him to understand what he's saying in that conversation. Like, he, you know, he knows that Dean will understand and it is just, like, this olive branch, I guess. Um, 
And like Dean like sincerely says thanks, yeah. you know, at the end. And Cass says good luck. It's like a kind of team up, I guess. That I mean, this really is like a this before. is a double brother bluff, but for Dean and Cass. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Two Monster of the Week references in one episode. <laughs> really good stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's just like it's in the DNA um, of the show. I can't help it. Sorry. This yeah, is how we all yeah. came together. It's not our fault. It's yeah. their fault. They should stop coining such great turns of phrase. <laughs> yeah, like, very true. That's the real problem. It's actually their fault. It is their fault. Yeah, Jeremy, if you're listening, funny. this is on you. And that's my inflammatory phrase for the day. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Um, great. We'll work But I it. just, like... Um, I was just blown away by this scene. I was like, this is actually incredibly significant. And it's like a two minute scene maybe with incredible lighting (laughs) (laughs) i remember on my first watch i really remember watching this scene and being like oh my god it's not just they're not just on the show together like this is a real relationship Mm. and like i think i feel like it 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 has happened before like they've had all these deep conversations you know we always talk about how quickly they like immediately are like being really deep and intense mm. um, as, like, characters with each other. And, yeah, this one, it's, like, Cass is choosing Dean and Sam over basically everything that he knows about how the world works. Like, mm-hmm. everything that he's just said in his last few scenes, like, that's his worldview. And he's actually, like, something else I know about my worldview is that <laughs> prophets are protected by archangels. Yeah, And it's just, it's like, he's so smart and so, like... Well, it's like, I feel like it's one of his first true, like, he's told Dean that he's feeling doubt. And then this is just, like, he's taking an active, purposeful, determined step towards making Mm. and, like, makes a choice in that moment. Yeah, like an independent choice. Yeah, it's like real agency from Cass. Exactly. Yes, agency. That's yeah. Can that's I, a great word for it. I love that you said agency because I want to bring up the you know spy vibe of the show. <laughs> of the heaven. So like agency. Spy natural. Um, spy natural. Um, I we've talked about this a little bit about how we feel like heaven, um, like the angels are operatives, right? And then mm-hmm. they have assets in the field, which are are like vessels. They're, they have like handlers and shit um on profits and all these things and um i just think that this is such a fun thing to because we talk about it and we understand like this is process like this is a rebellion like this is something that he's choosing to do even though he could get into trouble for it um but it is so defensible Um, because dean threatens not to help them and he knows that heaven needs dean to do Mm -hmm. stuff so like he he knows that he, he has been raised for uh, a purpose from from hell, and so right. if someone questions him, if Zachariah asks him what the fuck are you up to, uh, if Naomi is like getting suspicious, he can just go well he threatened to not help us. We need him to say yes. It's very important. This is the point of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has completely different motivations. It feels like, and I I just really enjoy that that you can find that sort of double agentness in there his motivations are like basically like 
I don't want anything bad to happen to these humans, which yeah. is just so not like heaven's motivations. And and like as you said, like he could explain it a away mm, um, if mm. confronted, but like I think like we obviously missed Zachariah in the last episode. Um, like we do see him later, but you know he his attitude is basically like this is going to go down how we want it and you are going to do what we want. Um, and he's got no doubt that, that, it, that he can make that happen. Mm. Um, and that's ultimately like his downfall. Downfall. Yeah. Yeah. Really good um, stuff. So yeah. It, I like, love the angels. <sighs> anyway. Supernatural is um, good sometimes. Supernatural is good, especially when you think about it a lot. When you don't just watch the show, but when you think about it, really fun. Ugh. Ugh. Well, Supernatural is good this week, you guys. <laughs> We're really happy to report. Awesome. Okay, we, let's. We. I think. I think we could talk about that last scene, line for line, shot for shot. But you know, just go watch it. Just go just fucking watch, watch that scene. Watch, the, watch this yeah. episode. You'll have a good time. You'll I will not say time. that about every episode Great that we team. watch. This one is good. This one's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All yeah. right. So next up. All right. Take us home. All right. So there's actually like a few more little scenes. So, I know there was a lot. I was like, why? Why even have all these scenes? Like that was it, babe. <laughs> Let's cut to like, created by our cookie. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> Dean goes back to Chuck's, um, and he convinces him that he has to come. Um, there's this really funny swelling of music as Dean is trying to inspire Chuck to come, but it's like a fake out. It's a bit. Yeah. And then Dean's basically like, I have a gun. Like, you have to come with me. Um, that's how Classic. he gets Chuck to come. I'd forgotten about it as well. Yeah. As the swelling was happening, I was like, is this how he does it? No, no. Um, it's a bit. I was like, this is a classic Dean moment. It was like just resor- resorting to threats because he's not that charismatic, actually. I really enjoy that. Because <laughs> um, it, it doesn't work. He tries the kind of Sam way of yes. like, let's be sincere and honest and try to get to their heart. And it doesn't work. He's like, okay, I have <laughs> a gun. Get in the I'll shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, Chuck tries to be like, you just told me I have an archangel. I, at first, I was also like, this is stupid. It's inconsistent. He just said that the reason that he wants to have his help is like, because an archangel will come protect him. And then Dean is like fully like inset, like balls to the wall. He's like, yeah, actually, you know what? Let's see who's quicker. Let's see who's quicker to come down. <laughs> yeah. Heaven or a Dean's bullet. really like not giving a fuck. He's over Dean's this. Like, Great point. Let's try it. <laughs> let's try it. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy that. He says, let's see who the quicker drawer is. Yes. Oh, okay, cowboy. So great. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, long story short, the next scene, it's like. Lilith is like in the room, like Sam opens the door and then she comes in. Um, they do that a few times with demons where it's like you need to open the door to let them in the room. Pretty good. Um, just I don't like know, vampires. It's just like a little trick. Yeah. Um, Lilith's got creepy white eyes, which are the same color um, that we saw have. Uh, what's his name? Alistair. Yeah, well, his, yeah, his were white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's what it was. Yeah. Sam tries to use his powers and they fail. Um, and then we get reminded that Sam is also immune to Lilith's powers. Um, Cause he's basically like, are you going to try anything? And she's like, you know, I can't. 
Um, she makes him an offer that basically is like, I'll like. It's a bit convoluted. It's like I will not uh, continue breaking the seals and continue trying to bring Lucifer back um, if you let me kill you. Is that like the deal? Yeah, you and your brother. It's so unclear uh, to me. Yeah, she's like basically saying mm. like, if she's like, I found out that I won't survive this war. So if you let me kill you and Dean, I won't do all this shit. Like I, I will stop. And um. Mm, right, like she she would rather kill them before she's dead. That's what she wants out of the situation. Yeah, it seems yeah. like. Okay. Stupid, but mm. anyway. Um, so he. <laughs> it's all very like uh, gross and sexual, and she's like tapping the bed, and she's all like, "Yeah, you." Can't... I just you hate to see. Correct. You hate to see Sam not have some like any body autonomy. Yeah, like it happens often, and I hate to see it. Coerced into sexual situations. Don't love it. Um, yeah, because yeah. she says like you don't like it takes more than a kiss to seal a deal with me, which I thought was so bullshit. I was mm. like, whatever. She is. Lying. Yeah, that's like literally not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So and at this point, I was like, um, Cass, come back. I was like, I miss him. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I I did have a I did wonder if Lilith actually wants to do this because it is true that she won't survive this war. Like she won't get to see the thing yeah. that she. But she is supposed to be really like yeah. Zealous. Like is she just is she just like p- petty and pissed off that they have you know been causing so much drama for her like oh, no idea. last season and stuff no idea anyway i don't think yeah, it matters yeah. the show doesn't treat it like it's really uh, something that matters it's just something that i wondered about um and then we have the did chuck and uh and dean show up right yeah, they like storm in the like room starts to like shake and go crazy which is like reminiscent of uh cass in las rising <gasps> which is fun love it um, yeah, because Dean, and then Dean's basically like, don't worry about it, Sam, like an, like an archangel's gonna come. And then, um, Lilith smokes out and leaves the body of that dental hygienist on the ground. Um, and she leaves it right there, which is funny because she comes back in that, in that body later on. Like, she possesses that same Yeah, body. I was gonna say, yeah, for a second I thought, like, oh, okay, she's dead. Someone, someone did die in this episode, but it's like, no, that body mustn't be dead because, yeah, we see her later. Yeah. Um, so, a plot hole, I guess. I forgive it because this episode fucks so hard. I don't so. know if it's a plot hole. It's just, okay. like, an, <laughs> not played attention to. Um, but, yeah, I guess that is actually what a plot hole is. Never mind. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, and then, then we are back in the car, right? Yeah, yeah, um, Sam is telling Dean, like, about what Lilith said about the deal, um, and he says that he thinks that she's scared, um, like, because she thinks, she said to him that she's not going to survive the apocalypse, um, and Sam's like, she sure bloody isn't, because I'm going to kill her. Yeah, that's exactly Uh, how he says it, too. (laughs) that's exactly how he says it yeah sam becomes australian (laughs) just for a second (laughs) this show would be so powerful if they were australian i think so too i think like the vibes would be really i've done so much like australian natural with like a couple of mutuals before it's it's really fun like i guess i don't think I, i guess you could do like 
I don't know, northeastern natural or something, nah. make it more specific to where you live. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's, it, I, I think it's probably more fun for me and Ilsa to um, imagine I can't what they even, would be like. South African natural is so funny to me because in my head, like, if you keep them white, they would definitely be, like, really fucking, like, uh, like, hick white guys. Like, these fucking... <laughs> Brakban Owens, like I don't even, I can't even talk about it. They would be so silly and shitty, and they would have the wor- anyway. I can't talk about it. It would be very funny to me. That's all I have to say. Yeah, the the archetypes that they both represent are really funny. Put in an Australian context. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, the next thing we see is the first time that we are seeing Zachariah. Woo! I'm just going to call him Zach because that name is too long. Um, he's at Chuck's. Chuck's not loving life. He's <laughs> He's been drinking all episode. We've seen him what a um, guy. clutching massive bottles of alcohol. As we do, as you do. Yeah, um, I think he actually explained earlier that um, he aspirin doesn't work um, and that when he gets... His headaches, uh, visions yeah. or whatever, he gets a massive headache so that he drinks all the time until he goes to sleep. Poor guy. Um, Imagine you had, like, yeah, God-sanctioned sorry. alcoholism. Like, that sucks. I guess if you had a good excuse, it might be all right. But Yes, but <laughs> Sucks, though. I wouldn't want it. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> no, he, he must be feeling so dehydrated. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, like, Zach says to him basically, like... Um, he he says like, "Did you see it?" And Chuck's like, "Yeah." Um, because we we sorry, we also saw him have a quick little little vision, but we didn't see this time what he actually is seeing. Like, unlike the rest of the episode. Oh yeah. Um, and then so he says like that he wants to warn Sam and Dean. Um, but Zach's basically like, "If he trial tries, if you try, like I'll stop you." Mm. Um, and then Chuck's fully like, "I want to kill myself," and Zach's like. The angels will just bring you back. I love this um, guy. Which is a bit, I like love like, this. Menacing. Yeah. I love this oh, guy. He so freaks me out so bad. He should be so present in the show. I miss when we had really good villains. That's what Zach uh, gives me is like really good villain stuff. Yeah, the remainder of my notes are just like praising Zach. Yeah. So like, um, he also, he says, you know, we'd bring you back. And then he says that he should write. Oh, yeah. He should um, do what he always does. The episode, him saying, do what you always do, write. Um, oh, my gosh. We, we obviously didn't get, talk, get to talk about Zach because of last episode. But, yeah, he's so fun. Oh, um, my guy. The, the kind of authority that he brings is a totally different energy to Uriel. Oh, yeah. And to Cass, obviously. But it still, it perfectly fits in our, you know, um, what, what did I call it before? Like, corporation. Yeah. Like, angel structure thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, it really fits into that. Like, it, even in the last episode, like, he's specifically, like, a manager to Dean, like, in the work situation. Like, it, <laughs> it's an exact kind of, like, allegory in that moment. Um, so, yeah, I just love him. They do that to see it. Yeah, yeah. they do that. I feel a lot. like Let's... Uriel is probably my favorite angel antagonist, but Zachariah is also like really great. Zachariah, mm. I think my favorite is probably Naomi. Um, but we'll get into that obviously. Later. Really? Yeah. Current. <laughs> Shut up. 
Shut up. <laughs> Currently, it's definitely a Zachariah. Um, I just think he is so scary and so, like, cocky. And, like, he's his presence on screen is so great and fun. And I love it every time he's mm. there. Um, I, I want to give this actor a little... Um, a little award, and I don't know what kind, but his name is Kurt Fuller. Kurt so Fuller, shout, out, shout Kurt. out to you. You rule at your job. You did such he a great on, job. Um, You're so fun. He was on Psych. Watch Psych. He plays a completely different Psych, character, but still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Really good. He's on so many great episodes. Like all of his episodes are great. Yeah, because he's great. He's really. He just like knew. Yeah. He just brought something to the episode, and he added something to the vibe, and it was incredible, magnificent stuff. He's so confident and secure. Yeah. Um. He's obviously not having the kind of internal uh, struggles and and kind of musings that Uriel was having when we were seeing Uriel. So it's a really different vibe from the angels. Yeah. He's, he's just so like, yep, we'll we'll bring you back. Yep. You know, <laughs> he's like serious but irreverent. If it makes sense, like to Uriel, this was all really intense, serious, personal shit. Like. It was all about like his belief system and his family and like, um, like religion, right? And to him, this is just like a job. And he, if he's good at his job, he wins. Yeah. And that's really good. I really enjoy that. Yeah, like it, this is moving ahead a, a little bit, I guess. But you know, like his perspective right now is that basically he's like, "Yep, all go for the apocalypse." Yep. Um, Michael's gonna, you know, get his vessel and yada yada yada. And he's past the point that Uriel was at. You know, he's he's not going like fuck heaven. He's like, oh, this is a plan. Cool. Yeah, he's like, on a very different path than than Uriel is, which I really like. Like the angels can have different reasons to be annoying to the protagonists, as they should. Yeah. Yeah. So, who wants to hit me uh, with uh, what took them to the salt mines this week and what they are going to put in their hot bucket? Who's going oh, first? You go first, Jess. I don't know. Okay. Jess, I need to come up with these, like, when I watch the episode. I don't know why I'm always, I know. like, doing like, <laughs> always when we're recording, spot. I'm like, okay. Uh, uh, Shit. <laughs> I forgot about obvious, this. Like, but when the episode's quite good like this, I find myself not thinking of one. Yeah. So I think my heart locket is... it, Guys, this may be <laughs> unprecedented, but my heart locket may be say I'm not knowing his SAT score. I, like, wow. really love that moment. And, it's you know... Sam heart locket. Yeah, I like Sam. You guys, I like Sam. <laughs> sure. And I like this show. I love it. Yeah, sure. Just like Sam. Just Um, like Sam. But sure. Also, (laughs) now I feel uncomfortable. I'm out of my comfort zone. So let your tree (laughs) on the other side of my heart locket. I'm putting in Cass saying, just so you understand why I can't help. The line delivery, that whole moment. It's just like, it's so good. I love him. (laughs) It's a perfect scene. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, there's the whole scene is so good. That's why it was hard for me to pick a heart locket, but like that part is probably my favorite part of the whole scene because Cass is just like (laughs) he's just like so funny. He's like, just so you understand why I can't help, like wink. (laughs) (laughs) And he looks so cute as well. Like, I know this is like silly, but he looks so cute, and he has the little like uh fringe curl kind of coming like on his temple very adorable like, it's so it's good 
it's such a little thing but yeah just oh my god that's Cass if god I could honestly I could have so many heart locket moments I'm like looking over my notes right now <laughs> yeah same Ugh. if you will yeah. if you will permit so me to good. say about this scene like I do just love the the fact of the scene like this is there's an angel and <laughs> a guy just called him down outside a like a shitty motel um that charges by the hour and like and and there's a vending machine behind him, and the, an angel is there, and he's t- oh, so anyway, good. Love him. It's perfect. I this is almost one of those scenes where, like, if you were trying to talk about to somebody like why you should watch Supernatural, like, I don't know how hard it would hit out of context, but like, this encapsulates like so much of what makes it great. Like, yeah, the kind of weird Americana, like the kind of. A moral like quandary of like what's the right thing to do the like fucking fate and being like actually here's the sneaky thing we can do mm. like it's so much of what we like all in one scene it's so good That's it's really so good, good and then yeah. my salt mine I don't have one but I remembered my salt mine from last week so <laughs> um, oh okay we'll do a little like <laughs> reverse reverse um it's when Anna calls Cass, when she calls Cass, Cass, I dislike oh, I that. Like I think that, that she should call him Castiel. Oh. Like, yeah. there's no reason for her to be abbreviating his name that way. And I thought it was weird, too. Thank you. It <laughs> makes sense for all the angels to call him by his full name. And I think that that's just, like, I don't really have beef, like, with the writers or anything for that. Like, it's, like, fine. You know what I mean? But I wish that they hadn't done that, that they had kept that little bit of, like, internal consistency. Yeah. She spent so much time with him before anyone called him Cass. So I agree. She should be calling him Castiel. It's just as weird. Yeah. Anyway. It's just, mm-hmm. it's my preference. I wish that that had been different. Um, but I don't have a salt mine for this episode. I I love this episode, you guys. Like, it's so good. And it kind of like, uh, I didn't expect to like it this much because I feel like the season four cast episodes are so strong. And like, we talk about these specific moments so much but honestly this mm. is like up there this may be top three episodes of this season for me wow at first it was top 10 and now it's top three i really love it it's top 10 of the whole series it's top three of this season okay fair that's fair um <laughs> that's a good point yeah we'll see how we go but i i actually would like for us to have a, a top three ranking at the end of the uh, season just so just yeah i don't know if i can do it I'm you'll so have to figure it out you will like have I, to figure it out we'll bully they're you. all precious <laughs> we i think we'll, like, we need to do like sort of like a roundup wrap-up episode before we get into season five as well like i want to do oh, that sure. between episodes maybe between maybe seasons. we can do that as like a combo like with the kind of we can discuss things that we missed yeah because we didn't cover the episode yeah, yeah. um um can you give me <laughs> A heart locket and a salt mine, please. Salt mine first, preferably. Um, like you said, um, I don't think I have a salt mine for this episode. I think like there's been so many great episodes this season already, and we often are still able to find like a joke here or there that like rubs us the wrong way yeah. or we think it could have been a bit better. But like I didn't notice any of that this episode. Like, unless there is something the three of us are all just completely ignoring, like I enjoyed all the humor. I enjoyed all the references. Yeah. Um, so no salt mine for me. Um, very strong. Need. Hit me with a heart locket, please. Well, 
I don't think we've talked about it on mic, but like I actually have a physical heart locket that I put Cass and Dean from 403 um, because it's like a scene that I really loved and we had just recorded when I got the heart locket. But like, I think I need to reprint some more paper and get like their faces in this like last scene of the two of them where Cass has that like look on his face and Dean's like so grateful. Like that is just beautiful. Um, but in theory, that's on one side, that whole scene. Like, I think that's the same thing you chose, Jess. But um, <laughs> uh, the other side is just, like, um, how well done all the weird meta stuff is, is the, like, this whole episode. Um, it, yeah, like, it is, uh, you know, it's kind of making fun of the fandom, but it's also, like, loving. And then it's, like, making fun of kind of other, like, writers and, and, and like, the just the like whole conceit of like writing and like um like like the shitty episodes and stuff like that um and it's just it's so fun mm-hmm. it's yeah we'd love to see it it feels like an inside joke you know that you're in on yeah yeah i i i imagine there are fans who don't enjoy these kind of episodes I like am one of they those. don't they wouldn't enjoy like this and then maybe they wouldn't enjoy like ghost faces or um What's the 200th episode? You know, the musical? Oh, fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Oh, in did that you say one, it? Oh, sorry, I couldn't it. hear you. Yeah, sorry, it's fan fiction. Fan fiction, yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's a funny one in terms of Cass not being in it because we, we are going to have to discuss incredible. what the perimeters mean because there is someone in that episode playing the character of Castiel. And if we're going by whether that happens in an episode or not, that would be an episode we'd have to cover. Well, yeah, but it's not Cass. It's not Cassiel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but then, like, you know, like, when it's Lucifer in Cass's body, is that Cass? Do you know what I mean? We're like, going to talk about those um, There's, But Cass is still <laughs> in his body. So, I mean, we should talk about this more when we get up to those episodes. I'm okay. tempted to actually not do uh, any episode that Cass isn't literally in. So, like, if it's only Lucifer yeah. and Cass's body, I think that we shouldn't watch it. <sighs> okay, well, Even though I have seen those episodes there. because, um... Yeah. Because I wanted to see, to see them. <laughs> I think as, as well, um... I, there, there's a lot of talk about Cass in those episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of times where, like, the plot is about him and it would be kind of weird to have Misha there in an episode, <laughs> have like 10 scenes of Dean talking about Cass, but not us, us like touch on it. So we will have to figure that out. Yeah. That is a, um, a unique situation we're going to be put in. Yeah. That's a, that's a little far for from us right now. Um, yeah. We're so far yeah, from sure. that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, that's, that's yeah. Good. So yeah, shout out to all that meta. What about you, Ilsa? Me, um, I'm gonna be you very salty, annoying. salty mind. I, I do, I do. Destination. This is just nitpicky. Um, when you were saying earlier though about some fans don't like like the, these kinds of episodes, I for one don't like like the 200th episode fan fiction. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's. And this, I, I I feel like it skirts the line. Like, a lot of people are like, well, you know, um, it feels like an inside joke. And I enjoy that people enjoy it. Um, but I personally don't. <laughs> I don't love when they talk about fans that way. Maybe it's just a me thing. Like, I'm overly sensitive. Do you like, do you like ghost faces? I love ghost facers. 
I think Ghostbusters is okay. hilarious. Um, I feel like but... fan fiction is a little mean spirited, whereas like fan this fiction... feels like fan... yeah, this yeah. feels like affectionate fan fiction. It doesn't, and I haven't seen it, but like it's kind of like look at all these stupid teenage girls. You know what I mean? Like yeah, well, in a way that's thing. not very well, nice. It's it's like that is like a lot of the premise, but then the the ending of the episode is very like pro them and pro like the sincere love of supernatural like Mm -hmm. it's very the tone is more inconsistent than this episode yeah i just don't like it um it makes me really uncomfortable i do like the rendition of um carry on my way with sound that (laughs) they say i'm not immune to show tunes (laughs) um what i i just don't like when they i don't know like how like silly the the lady seems like the publisher seems who is so like into the I don't know maybe this is my own internalized like fan phobia um but I don't like how <laughs> yeah like we like if she's weird what are we you know what I mean? <laughs> but I wouldn't talk to like strangers no but I wouldn't talk to strangers about it that way do you know what I mean like um and I also think like <laughs> it just it just um doesn't get how like someone who works in a publishing house would probably have like really well in like presumably has an English degree um like it would probably have like really well-formed opinions about genre and like I don't know a little bit more of an academic take maybe that's just me in the circles I run in but um it just it just it's not she's it's not she does me. almost have more of like a marketing take though let like sure. um, it's kind of like the other side of publishing and um, i do appreciate all even... of this but i'm dying to know what your heart locket is ilsa i'm sorry this isn't oh, even yeah. gonna be my salt mine my salt mine was gonna be like i just got distracted my salt mine was gonna be <laughs> something silly and nitpicky i was gonna say like Cass says you should have seen luke which is funny when they're talking about profits really um, good but luke was not a prof not a prophet in any way just like i i was gonna say actually i forgot to bring this up um you you two both know that apparently i just did not pay any attention at catholic school um i don't remember who the fuck luke is jesus he wrote he wrote the gospel of luke dude like there's a there's a whole bible book there's like a whole book of the bible is luke yeah yeah yeah. Um, matthew mark luke and john He did one of the... But, like, is the implication Gospels? that, like, Luke was also a writer? Dude. That he was also a prophet. Like, if he wrote that book. <laughs> he wrote... No, the, the the Gospel of Luke is not, is not like... It's, um... It's, uh... It's, it's epistolary, essentially. So he was writing to all of these different, like, um... Like, first churches. It's... Sorry. Letters. <laughs> letters. It's letters that he wrote to all these different, like heads of churches and uh, the churches these new um jesus what do they call it uh in english i don't know why i said it in for cause like you're really gonna know what that is um it's like basically these I was new like, churches. Sure. yeah I know where it is. i might the word might come to me but like so he was writing to all those people but luke specifically was not a uh a, a prophet whatsoever at all he was specifically no no that's what i'm saying is i think it's not cass isn't saying like 
look how crazy this prophet is. He's saying he's a writer as well. No, so. bullshit. I'm not taking this. You can't come at me with this nonsense late in the game. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? So, like, if, if you're no, saying I don't that, know like, what Luke, you mean, you know, and I disagree. was, like, writing a bunch of letters and sending them off to people, like, maybe in the Supernatural Universe, like, Cass and all that, like, checked in on him to see how the whole Christianity I, thing was going. I don't care. And, it's, like, it's stupid, and they never do things right when it comes to anything <laughs> that is in the Bible, and it pisses me off. Why don't you think he was talking about him as a writer? Because, Why do you think he was talking about him as a prophet? Because they're talking specifically about prophets in the context of prophets. They're not talking about people. Isn't Dean's line that guy seriously? Yeah. Or he's like he's that guy's a prophet a for real. Okay. Yeah, like Ella, Ella you're not. Please let this. Ilsa have this. <laughs> I hated it and I was mad. Um, I wasn't even that mad, but now you've made no. me angry because you won't let me have it. So, <laughs> just dragging you out of this. So annoying. You're not gonna get me out of the salt mines. They can get things right anyway. Um, and then my heart locket. <laughs> I have two sides. Um, the first was that like the supernatural books. He had the guy the of the guy at the comic book shop or the just like the book a bookstore. He goes over to the bargain bin and he fishes out the first book. And I love that there's a bargain. <laughs> it's bin. in the bargain Maybe. bin. Um, and then the next one is I like when the motel that they go to because they specifically are avoiding the red motel um, and then they go to the the Toreador motel Mm -hmm. and then the neon lighting Mm -hmm. flashes out like some of the letters disappear and it just spells out red I really like that I I would I would get that um, art of that somewhere I just think it looks good. I really I'm happy it. you mentioned that because that was one of the things I kind of brushed over because, like, there was too many things to mention. There but, was yeah, a lot. I really like that. But, yeah, guys, and I, I, I think we got through it. I'm sorry for getting so intense about the lost stuff. Like, I don't actually care about it that much. But, like... <laughs> um, so, and a funny little tidbit I found in just researching the episode um, is that the guy who plays the worker at the book comic shop Mm -hmm. um he is actually in that movie devour that jensen is in (laughs) oh nice Um, cool reunion like i don't know how much how big his part is but yeah that must be kind of connected somehow that movie is so bad everyone should watch it it is (laughs) i would have never expected that (laughs) (laughs) no comment i'm not gonna watch jensen ackles movies i'm just not gonna do it not for Jensen Ackles. I I just watched like a scene pack kind of thing on YouTube. And <laughs> it, it, fans of uh, Dean Winchester Beat Sheet, like, get in there. Need to watch it. Get in there. This is for you. Ella's um, scene pack corner where she recommends scene packs to you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that's going to be it for us for this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We had a great time having you here talking about one of the best episodes I think we've covered so far. Um, it's not a surprising on the, best episode. It's not Sleeper on the hit, hit, I would boy, say. Like Dark Horse. Sleeper hit, exactly. So mm. true. Um, um, yeah, we had a great time. And we will catch you next time with um, we're skipping 419. And we're hitting you up with the rapture 420. Now, oh. that is an episode that is going to make me go insane in the head. Um, <laughs> Wowzers. 
Wow. Oh, the ne- like the next three as we get into the end of the season are just so good. Um, the one that we are skipping is Jump the Shark, which is – we'll talk about it in the side <laughs> next episode. But, um, I don't want to talk yeah, about it. Um, an interesting one to skip. <laughs> Um, but this is this is some really good stuff that we are going to be seeing you with next week. Um, and I, for one, cannot wait. Um, if you are looking to get in touch with us, we are on Twitter and Tumblr um, at the cast cost for both of those. And you can email us at Gmail or on our email, sorry, which is um, the cast cast at Gmail dot com. Um, pretty easy stuff. We'd love to hear from you. Our mailbag section is so fun. Um, I made a little YouTube channel and I'm trying to upload all the answers into like little clips so that you can find the answer quickly and easily if you send something in. Um, You're so smart for that. That is so fun. Yeah, it's really, really fun great. to post. It's really fun <laughs> to post. Um, but yeah, you can find those on Tumblr. I think we might post them on Twitter too if we, if we, if we feel like it. Um, it's just that most of our asks come from Tumblr, so we've been doing it there. But yeah, we can definitely post them yeah. elsewhere. Anyway, not that that matters. We'll see what we do. But if you do send us something, just know that we will get to clipping it out and and putting it on there. I'm just I'm just struggling with it right now. I'm struggling a little <laughs> bit with my technological constraints, thanks to uh, some energy crises. Anyway, not that that matters. Um, yeah, South Africa is just really being inconsiderate right now. Like they're not. They don't understand. understanding the pressure. Really anti-cas um, of my own we are home country. Season four. It's of so Cass. central. This is essential work. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for understanding, Ella. Um, they better. They better like get it fixed by next week when yeah. we do the rapture because oh that is going to be a doozy. Dude, for the girls. shape up. Um, um, but yeah, I think I think at this point I have to say goodbye or I will be talking the whole day. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will catch you next time, and uh, we frankly cannot wait. Uh, bye, bye, bye. Perfect. Love you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Just on the day of publishing, this Thursday, it is Ilsa's birthday. So big happy birthday to Ilsa. We love you. Um, You did this for our birthdays a few weeks ago. So um, everybody go on Tumblr, Castiel Mode, and wish them a big happy birthday. Uh, Yeah, love you. That's all. There was a few people in the notes, um, like, that I was like, ooh, like, are they listening? Like, um, let me try and find. Like, uh, Sephirson's um, Jarship, I, or have you yeah, heard mm-hmm. that funny URL? I don't know if you know them, but they were like, oh, yeah, um, we, saying that they've been listening. Or I did see that. I was like, that's so flattering. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so I was talking to them about the, um, the fact that, they were like, hey, how have you been? Um, and I was like, I've been good. I got a cat and I'm doing a podcast about cats. Hold on a second. Come on. <laughs> Stop for me. It's a big Well, the signs better than any camera. I said I can write hard. That's what you get. <laughs> Yo, this, I mean, it's all school. It's all better. Okay, <laughs> thank you.
Sorry, my mom just brought me some soup because she's the best. Okay. Uh, she brought, she me brought you soup? soup dude. I love likes. Wow. Uh, so I'm going to be eating soup on the mic. I hope you guys are cool with that. Slurp it up. Make sure you chew <laughs> loudly under the mic as well, please. It'll be so nasty. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, it has to cool down a little bit anyway. But what was I saying? We were talking about something, and I got... Oh, yeah. So I told Rome about it, and Rome was like, Blink? And I was like, sure. I don't know. And then I sent uh, I sent them the, the link, and they were really nice about it. They were like, the vibes are great. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I remember. Yeah, very funny. I remember when uh, Bedland Tumblr user Bedland was like, "You guys mentioned the hot knife AMV in the first ten minutes. Great vibes already. Stuff like that." I was like, (laughs) "My win." Yeah. It's just funny that there's like there's just a few Tumblr people Mm -hmm. who like are just yeah like really cool and it's like they're just some person, i know but like all three of us are like we all it's this like is me about this just happened to me like <laughs> like i know lou like i've spoken to lou a few I've times never spoken but like to it's lou. still like, like wow is, i don't know them <laughs> so Her, silly. sorry i don't know what her pronouns are um i don't know lou is my point and so every time but and i i adore <laughs> their posts so it's um, really fun mm. to have that happen. It's just like wow. Did uh, um, just has the uh, DTA daily oh, tempted you to attempt it. DTA? No, there's DTA daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, loose started oh, great. like I'm it's perfect. starting in August. Um, the thing is, I'm now two books into. Have we talked about this? I'm two books into the Eye yeah, of the World it. series. Uh, or Wheel of Time series, which each one of those books is 700 pages long, and there's 14 Whoa. of them. So I just, like, don't, I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm full up on, like, incredibly long it? works. <laughs> Are you enjoying it? Um, am I enjoying it? Great question. Yes. Question <laughs> I don't know anything about it besides that it's massive. It's definitely, like... I feel like part of it is just, like, it's, like, running a marathon, you know what I mean? It's, like, am I enjoying it? I don't know, but Mm -hmm. I've decided to do it, so I'm doing it now. And, like, Mm -hmm. I definitely do, like, enjoy the, it's, like, a deep lore, which I love. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and I've heard that, like, after the fourth book, it gets, like, really out there, and I'm interested to see, like, what what that means so i'm committed for at least five which is like so many pages <laughs> it's it's it almost sounds like supernatural like yeah. season four it really kicks well, off exactly <laughs> you don't really have to read past season five <laughs> i have to be honest i really like yeah like my favorite characters weren't in it that much oh, this book so that was a shame Jess, that blows oh um i I do think that, like, Supernatural, I do like the early seasons. Sorry to be, like, a, I don't know. What do you call this type of person? Oh, my God. Not at I, all. I didn't, I didn't. It dropped out. I was just saying that I like the early seasons um, quite a lot. <laughs> Same. Um, me too. Me too. Oh, I meant seasons four and five by early seasons. Sorry, I didn't like, mean to be misleading. That's what exists. Um, 
But to me, yeah, I do enjoy uh, season two and season three quite a lot. Season one's like fine. It, there are a couple of really good episodes, but mm-hmm. um, season two there are uh, a couple I really really like. So that's nice. Mm. And then three is just good. Three I like that they were like balls to the wall insane, and they were like. Yeah, and then Dean goes to hell, and I was like, F- yes, I- I'll eat it up. I love it here. <laughs> it has a lot of exactly. momentum since it has, like, less episodes. Yeah. It's, like, really Anyway, we don't need to talk about my opinions point. about the show. That's already what we're doing. I'm so sorry. Um, I can't remember if we talked about this on the mic. I don't think we did. I floated the idea that my friend suggested to me that because I was complaining that not complaining but I was saying it's hard because there's so many episodes we don't cover because Cass isn't in them but I have so many thoughts on them and she was like what if you did like an end of season like episodes you missed kind of roundup episode um and I was like yeah that could work but like I guess it's not really the Cass cast if we do an episode about things he's not in we should do uh, patron exclusive content (laughs) We should do, yeah, like, they, they should, should have, have to, to pay me. <laughs> you to talk about them for free, but they'll have to pay me. Jess is, like, the gay for pay person in this thing. Um, but, like, yeah. only it's... Like exactly. Dean and Sam for pay. <laughs> yeah? Dean and Sam girl for pay. Uh, plus, you paid for the subscription to the, to the pod um, hosting site, so... I think we should recoup that money for you. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, you cut out it. Don't know what you said, but yeah. agreed. Hey, thank you. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> it'll it'll do, I guess. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, do you want to clap? Okay. Um, wait, let me make sure I've got all my notes up. Did you just say uh, all me notes? Yep. Yeah, okay. Um. Did you just say all me notes? Pardon? I really love it here. That's all I want to say. Okay. Um. Did you not? Ugh. Yet again. Persecuted. Yet again. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> 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 okay. 